0: Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. What's going on? What's up? We're back. We are back. Uh, it's been two weeks, right? I think it has. Yeah, I don't think we did one last week. No. Um...
1: What you been out to? Um, honestly, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, a whole, other lot than of, my whole lot of college. whole lot of college, yes. Which you think would be more exciting than it is, but... Yeah. Having, Not right
0: now. Having been out for four years, um, it's one of those things where you, you, you enjoyed it at the time because of all the freedom, but going back just doesn't seem worth it.
1: Right, and I feel like it comes in, like the excitement of it comes in waves. It does throughout yes. the years. Like yes, right now it's just you know, nah,
0: it's just it's just as it, it just is. is. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, which is good, honestly. Sometimes well, too that's, much excitement is well, that's not what we want. Most
0: of post graduation, it,
1: it, is, it is what it is. I will say, last <laughs> week was a little bit exciting, not yeah. in a good way, like I was saying, but I just ran into a curb so hard.
0: Oh, yeah, that was
1: rough. Immediately flattened my tire. Damn. Um, I did cry about it. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: cars, cars are one of those things where, like, you feel bad when you, when you damage it. Yeah, and it's yeah.
1: not necessarily, it was an unfortunate day. It was raining. I got a flat tire. Like, I it couldn't make it pretty hard. to where I wanted to go. Yeah. So it was just an ordeal. And then I thought about the fact that now I have to fit into my schedule getting it fixed. That always is a hassle. And then I was like, that's when the tears came, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get that. But we got four new tires on that bad boy. Nice. And I honestly stay really far away from curbs. Like, <laughs> I drive in, like, the left lane all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I, you know, lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, I... I got a
0: flat tire once in Nashville when I ran over a, it was like a sharp piece of metal just oh, sitting wow. in the middle of the road. Well, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even anywhere bad. It was just right. in the middle of the road. Like I was just unlucky.
1: Well, now I'm like getting nervous because of all the construction and all the nails yeah. that can be on I'm oh, like, I know. Like when I was at the tire place, like there were multiple guys that came in and were like, oh yeah, like a nail's in my tire. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. How does car insurance not cover tires? Right? Well, I know tires themselves have, like, insurance for a certain amount of time. Oh. Oh, like a warranty type of thing? Sort of, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what the guy told me on these, and I was like, Uh, so if I'm going to get another flat, it needs to be in the next six months or something. Like, (laughs) Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's how it works. But they should be included, I agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're part of the car, but who
1: cares? Yeah. Anything exciting for you? Uh,
0: yeah, I think we were at a wedding. We went to a wedding. Um, I don't think I told you about the wedding. It was really nice out in, uh, out in rural Tennessee. Oh yeah, south of Nashville. It was awesome. Very uh, my good friend Dan, and uh, it was great. We had a great time. Um, I was hungover from the day before though, so it was a little rough initially. And then my oh. head, then my headache went away, and I was able to have a good time. But. Yeah, initially it was rough, and that's the day we did the drag brunch, uh, the drag bus. Oh yes. Yeah, we were talking about play in Nashville, and uh, you yeah, did the drag drag bus, and then the wedding, all in one day.
1: I mean, I was very surprised you guys were di- going so hard the day, you know, before.
0: Yeah, we don't usually do that. So I was, it like, was like, I was struggling hard. Yeah. Yeah, I told people we did that the at the wedding, they were like. You
1: did what? (laughs) Yeah, that's just not like you guys. Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, and they, I I think all of them had been getting, like, ready the whole day. Right. How did you do that?
1: Well, yeah, I was talking to our parents, and we were laughing about how you just, like, arrived right before the wedding. Oh, five minutes. Five minutes before. And, like, you were there, it happened, and then you went to party. Yeah, and (laughs) we,
0: we, me and Rachel picked up two of my best friends' girlfriends, uh, and they, they were, like, they were stressing out.
1: Oh, I'm sure because they're like, where's our ride?
0: Yeah, they're like, where's our ride? But, look, I'm one of those people that I always... I might be just at time, but I always get it done.
1: Well, Eric, yes. You know what I mean? And you know what? For most humans, that stresses us out. For most people, that does. That stresses us out. But if I could do
0: that, I would. But I'm confident that I always, even if I'm just... I just get there. I, I will get there. Like... I will pay you on time. I will arrive on
1: time. <laughs> just have faith. Just have faith. Have faith in
0: Eric. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they trusted me, but hey.
1: Also, um, before I forget, a side note slash plug for an episode we did about four years ago. Oh, yeah. If It's just really, really funny if you all want to go back and have a good laugh. It was from 2017. Mm-hmm. And I believe the title was like, like dead.
0: Something was-
1: cats yeah. and body parts or something it was somebody
0: with cats it's very early on probably top first 10 episodes yeah right?
1: it's eric i and then one of my really good friends who we've known forever yeah from back where we're from but it's really funny and she dug it out of the grave yeah about a week ago so definitely check it out if you're you know if you don't like what we do today you might like that better i don't know yeah, so, you might,
0: you know. There's some, it's pretty funny. I'm not trying to, like. There's some ups like, and downs. Yeah. Not every episode is great. No, but can that one. I promise you that, but that's a good episode. Four years
1: later, when it's still that funny to you, yeah. It's it was good. So, highly recommend, but Eric, let's tell the fans what we're talking about today. Yeah, let's
0: get into it. Um, so, if you listened to last episode, we talked about the um, supposed Vatican time traveling machine. It wasn't really. Tra- it's not really traveling. It's uh, more of a viewing of the past. Yes, the Chronovisor. Um, so if you haven't listened to that episode, go check that out. It's a shorter one. So, um, yes, yeah, so we were talking about the Vatican and this this time travel, this time viewing device they supposedly created with some uh, Vatican priests. And so during that episode, we were like, "What happened between Jesus's birth and his death?" Like, in the Bible, there's not really any information on the in-between. So I was like, oh, yeah, we should do, like, a, I don't know, I don't know what you want to call it, like, alternative lives of Jesus, or yeah. mystery of Jesus's...
1: Where he was, yeah, supposedly. supposed gap in, in the Bible. Because we, we love to speculate. <laughs> we do here. love
0: to speculate. We love a good story, and we love to speculate, so... um. We're heading east out of Judea, uh, out of Jerusalem. Just setting of, the scene. <laughs> yeah, we're heading east out of, out of uh, Israel. Uh, modern you're, on day. A, you're on a camel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. <laughs> so this, this theory is basically that Jesus went to Japan. Okay? So very broadly that he went to Japan. Um, he... So, well, let me start this way. There is a village in northern Japan, um, a village by the name of Shingo. It's around 2,500 people, mostly farmers, living a rural lifestyle. Uh, it's about three hours train uh, outside of Tokyo. It's a three-hour train ride outside of Tokyo. Um, most of the population there is either Buddhist or Shinto. Shinto. With only one Christian resident, and there are no churches there. So out of out of the out of Japan's 128 million people, only one percent identify as Christian, in their total. Uh, wow. Probably a little more uh, people these days. This article is a few years back, but um. Yeah. So. Jesus basically found his way to a sleepy mountain village in Japan and supposedly left his mark there. So uh, when Jesus turned 21, according to folklore, he made his way to Japan during this 12-year gap in the New Testament known as his lost years. Mm -hmm. It is said he came to study theology and he made landing in Japan at a place called I'm probably going to butcher this, but I'm why not give it a shot? Wow. Amano Hashidate. Honestly? Not bad. You killed that. I, I, except for the Japanese inflections, I think I nailed that. <laughs> so this was a port on Japan's west coast, and upon his arrival, Jesus a studied theology at Mount Fuji. Hmm. He learned religion, philosophy, Japanese language, and cultures, and he's said to have immersed himself in Japanese lifestyle for the time he was there um, that continued until he was 31 where he headed back home to Judea okay and told of his exotic uh, adventures so this is where it, this is where it continues so it doesn't end there okay so according to legend oh, love upon that. returning and later being crucified, He was able to escape, so the real Jesus was able to escape, and his brother, (laughs) named Isukiri by the Japanese, Mm -hmm. traded places with him. And so Isukiri was crucified instead of Jesus, and Jesus fled back to Japan carrying a lock of the Virgin Mary's hair and the severed ear of his brother that had been crucified. Um this journey back to Japan took him through the wastelands of Siberia. Jesus arrived um in the town of Hakinoi or Hakin Hakin Hachinoi, Japan before traveling to the nearby village of Shingo, which I mentioned earlier. Okay. So in this village of Shingo, uh, Jesus was known as Daitinku Taro Jurai and is said to have lived a life of growing garlic and helping the needy. He ended up marrying a farmer's daughter, fathered three children with her. The story says he lived a long, happy life in this mountain town and died when he was one hundred and six. And I guess they had this, um, they had this uh, burial ritual where the body was laid out on a hilltop for four years after which his bones were bundled up and interred in a grave which apparently can still be found in the grave can still be found in the village wow um the ear as well as the lock of the virgin mary's hair um were also buried in adjacent graves Um, and I guess the descendants of Jesus are said to live in this village as well, the Sawaguchi family. So, um...
1: Well, that's fun.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Um, There have been some pieces of evidence offered up. Um, It's been pointed out that the traditional clothing of the region includes toga-like robes, Worn by men, unlike other Japanese clothing. Oh wow! As well as veils worn by women, all which seem something more along the lines of biblical Palestine than Japan. Yeah, it does. Um, in some ancient tradition, uh, in some ancient traditions of the area, um, included other things that are considered to be non-Japanese, such as carrying babies in woven baskets. Okay. Um, Wrapping them in robes embroidered with something akin to the Star of David. (laughs) Marking the foreheads with crosses of charcoal, which is very Catholic. Yeah, it is. Ash Wednesday. Um, The regional dialect is said to have connections to the Holy Land, with some words resembling Hebrew more than Japanese. It says even the name of the village itself was once Herai, which is very similar to the Japanese word for Hebrew, which is Hiburai. Huh. And to top this all off, it said that the villagers have foreign-looking facial features and even blue eyes. Huh. Um, blue eyes? Yeah. They were seen... To be a sign that they were descended from someone somewhere else than Japanese, right? Now that's not saying that they're right. There are a lot of places where blue eyes could be prevalent. Oh yeah, like I'm sure some Russians have blue eyes. Yeah, Japanese is close to Russia, or Japan is close to Russia, so yeah, that's true. Um. So lastly, there there were a collection of papers known as the Tokunuchi documents. And they supposedly transcribed a scroll that was found in the area in 1936. And in this scroll, there were texts that outlined the last will and testament of Jesus Christ, as well as uh, basically stories about his life in Japan. The document um, was said to be transcribed around 1,500 years ago. Um, from even older documents and then handed down through generations through the, 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 the Takinuchi family before they were made public in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, this is thought to be a hoax. Um, there was a cosmo archeologist. Uh, well, the hoax was supposed to be or was thought to be per- perpetrated by this cosmo archeologist. Um, who would later go on to try and contact a UFO on national TV, so. Oh. Uh, yeah. You never know. Well, yeah. Ta- said, the, the article says take it with a grain of salt. I said that's probably a pretty good idea. Probably, yeah. Um, so yeah. That's pretty much the, that's pretty much the, the jazz. Um, people still pilgrim to this site, however. Really? Uh, yeah, some 20,000 people a year. The, uh. The, Israel, the Israeli ambassador even went there and donated a plaque, but specified that it was a sign of friendship rather than an endorsement of actual knowledge, so. Huh. Um,
1: so yeah. Thoughts? Um. Questions? I think, as far as thoughts go, that I don't really think it's impossible.
0: No, definitely not. No.
1: Um, I, I think a lot of the descriptions are a little too perfect. Like, you know, like what they wore. Mm. How it was like, how is that just so randomly, like, and obviously different from the whole region, you that's know? Of course, yeah. So that's kind of odd, but I mean, you know, if you believe in coincidences or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's very possible. I don't quite know... I would love to see that, like little, what document or manuscript. That'd be cool. Uh, Um, Also, another side note, but I see it in the article, like, and it's in the one I found talking about DNA analysis. Like, I feel like they should be able to at this point, or we're slowly approaching it. Like, be able to know more Mm, about DNA, yeah, and like solve some of these like questions.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always concerning to me when people are, like, hiding knowledge or, like, when people don't offer up something right. if they truly believe that it could change the opinion.
1: Yeah, like a drastic
0: yeah. thing. And, and, like, I get it. Like, I mean, there are people in academia who don't want to, like, say certain things because, mm-hmm. right, they need to keep their job. And, like, if, if they start to say certain things about certain topics... Uh, right. it, could, it could possibly lose their job, so they don't like talk about things. But, um, but like you would think, if 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 they truly believed that something was true, if if offered to do some sort of DNA analysis, they would. Yeah. They would let that happen.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like there have been, I'm pretty sure there have been Bigfoot samples, like hair that has been collected.
1: Yeah. Where
0: they do an analysis and, like, they can't identify. Yeah, it.
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, even yeah. if you don't, like, can't, like, match it with anything. Yeah. Like, at least, you know, go as far back as you can. But. At least you can rule stuff out. Right.
0: Like, okay, it doesn't match this.
1: But honestly, when I saw that it was Japan, I kind of was hoping that he would wear, like, what are those called? The, like, flowery, like. Oh, the kimonos. The kimonos. Yeah, I know. They're so beautiful. He had to have just looked so good in a kimono. You would think so, yeah. But I guess they wore togas. Yeah, I guess. But hmm.
0: Um yeah, I think I mean I think it's I think it's obviously possible. Uh I mean there there's even there's even a story about uh Jesus's uncle who supposedly took him to England because he was a merchant. Okay. And so that like they went to like Glastonbury, Somerset. Uh-huh. So, there's those stories. Um, I have another one here from India. Yes. And this is concerning a, a man named Nicholas Notovich. He was a Russian war correspondent that claimed while he was at the either, it's either Hemis or Hemis Monastery in Ladakh, India. He learned about a document called Life of Saint Isa. Best of the sons of men. Yes. So Isa is Arabic, is the Arabic name of Jesus. Um, Notovitch's story was translated. uh, Sorry, Notovich's story with the translated text of Life of Saint Isa was published in French in 1894, and it translated to Unknown Life of Jesus Christ. Hmm. So according to these scrolls, Jesus abandoned Jerusalem at thirteen, and set out towards, uh, I guess India. Uh, yeah, uh, well, Pakistan. It says okay. Um, a, a, t- a town called Sindh. It
1: mm-hmm. is
0: uh, one of four provinces of Pakistan, located in the southeastern part of the country. Um intending to improve and perfect himself in divine understanding and studying the laws of the great Buddha. So he crossed Punjab and reached another place, which I'm not going to pronounce, Puri Jagannath. <laughs> and he studied under the Vedas and Brahmin priests there. Uh, so those, those are basically like wise Hindu teachers. For, in, right. lay, in layman's terms. Um, he spent six years there, and where he was learning was apparently near the ancient seat of Hindu learning, so like uh, very a very important spot uh-huh. in that culture. It is said that he then went to the Himalayas and spent time in a Tibetan monastery studying Buddhism. And then traveled back through Persia, and returned to Jerusalem at the age of 29. Wow. So, clearly, um, these were inflammatory writings for the time. Yeah. Um, Especially in France, I would assume. Um, So, uh, this Novotich guy, Nicholas, sorry, Notovich, Nicholas Notovich was immediately attacked by multiple people um, this guy Max Mueller um, stated that this monastery that nodaichch got the writings from basically like pulled a prank on him-huh and uh, that the head llama there re- responded to a note that max sent him and said that no Western visitor at the monastery no Western visitor had been at the monastery in the past 15 years. And that there were no documents related to this story. Oh, wow. Um, This man named J. Archibald Douglas visited the same monastery as Notovich and interviewed the head llama there who stated that Notovich had never been there. Um, Another man named Leopold, Leopold von Schroeder called Notovich's story a big fat lie. Oh. Vi- uh, oh, this is a good one. Okay, Wilhelm Schneem- Schneem- Schneemelker Wilhelm Schneemelker um, <laughs> states that Notovic's accounts were exposed as fabrications and that to date no one has even had a glimpse at the manuscripts this guy had. Um, so to defend himself... Novic um, Novic uh, confessed to having fabricated the evidence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, well, more so like once his story had been like analyzed, he was like, okay, uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I guess the entire the entire story was created by Notovitch. Um, uh-huh. If you go by the, you know, if you go by the narrative that's yeah, that's mainstream. Um,
1: yeah, I think another important thing to note is when Jesus, if he would have stayed in Judea, like he as a young boy. I feel like would it, there, if he would have stayed, there would have been um, knowledge of that mm. in writing simply because they would get married and whatnot so young. You know, there would be things happening sure. to him. For sure. Especially knowing that he is this, you know, yeah savior. Yeah. Like, if he was there, people would be writing about it. So I don't think it's a matter of did he go somewhere else. I think it's a matter of, like, where.
0: Well, and in the New Testament, obviously he does, He there are miracles yeah. noted in the Bible, so you would think that if he went to a monastery with other highly devoted religious people, he would have to do something to prove that he was
1: like kind of deserved to be there. Yeah, or other, something like, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know. I know in modern day, I think you can like, like you can walk to these monasteries and they will like. Some monasteries, not yeah. all monasteries, but some monasteries will, like, accept you and feed you, and, like, if yeah. you need clothed and and bathed, like, they will accept you. But, um, I mean, obviously it would be kind of strange if this Middle Eastern-looking guy was just, you know, yeah. walking around in the Himalayas, and then, like, there's nothing special about him. Yeah, I agree. Um, so throw a to throw a, uh, to throw a uh, wrench in the gear okay in 1922 um, Swami oh man that's a rough one Swami Abidinanda uh-huh Abiddinanda yeah um, he was the president of the Vin- of the Vedanta Society of New York between 1897 and 1921. Um. he went to the Himis Monastery and allegedly found the manuscript translated by Notovitch, which was a Tibetan translation of the original scrolls that were written in Pali, which I'm just assuming is some other Indian dialect. Yep. Or that Southeast Asian... Yeah. Um, the Lama said it was a copy and that the original... Was in a monastery at Marbor near Lhasa. And Lhasa, is, I think, is just another city in India. Okay. After Abhinanda's death, Abhinanda's death in 1939, one of his disciples inquired about the documents at the monastery, but.
1: Oh. Was told they disappeared. <laughs> Things always be disappearing. Always be
0: disappearing, man. Uh, so another couple side notes, they're not really stories, but, um, a man by the name of Levi H. Dowling published the Aquarian gospel of Jesus, the Christ, which he claimed was channeled to him from the Akashic records. Now, Aaron, do you know what the Akashic records are? No, you're gonna have to tell me. So the akashic records are like this universal deposit of okay. all information, but it's like like you can. Some people have said they've traveled there, like astral projection, like out of body or like dreaming. They've oh. traveled to the akashic records. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a physical, quote unquote deposit. Gotcha. Of, yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So the the this. Um, This book was channeled to him from the Akashic Records as a true story of the life of Jesus, including the lost 18 years in the New Testament. Um, The narrative follows the young Jesus across India, Persia, Assyria, Greece, and Egypt. And this was later used... um, Well, I don't know what that belief system is, but... Nope. Apparently this was later used... In elements... or sorry. With elements derived from other sources, such as the... Let's see. This is some Islamic revival? Yep. Religion? Yeah, I don't know what that is. but huh. Anyway.
1: Um, so, yeah. A couple other points yep. relating to India. So... Some of the things I found made a good point. Um, So it said that the three wise men who were present at the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, were from the east somewhere. Mm. So people believe that there was a, from his birth, a pull to the east. That he was going to return. Yeah. To where the three wise men were from. Yeah. Second after his crucifixion he sent saint thomas to preach the gospel in india yes and people are kind of like why would he like if india. He, if india was just another place like and he yeah. had no knowledge of it or experience with it why would he like because the people he sent to preach the gospel he sent them strategically to locations yeah you know yeah that's so that's true. another point um, side
0: note about Thomas. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was like skinned alive in India for yes, teaching this. He
1: was. Yeah. Yep. So,
0: yikes. Yeah. Wow. Um, so this last one here, I think I should just note it because it's on the list. Um, this guy named Nicholas Rorick in 1925 recorded his travels through Ladakh, India. Uh, the portion of his journal was published in 1933 as part of a larger work called Altai Himalaya. He recounts the legends of Isa, which is yep the Jesus uh, Jesus in Arabic. He recounts the legends of Isa shared with him by the Lido- the Lidoque people and lamas, including G- that Jesus traveled from Palestine, modern day Israel. To India with merchants and taught the people. An extended section of this text parallels with Notovich And this Rorick guy comments mm. on the remarkable similarity between the accounts of the Ladakh people to these passages written by Notavich.
1: hmm
0: Despite the Ladakh people not knowing about this Notovich guy. Right. And he also accounts other stories... Um, that referred to various manuscripts and legends of Isa that he personally visited the him this Hemis monastery. Uh-huh. Wow. So who knows? I mean, the thing about the thing about word of mouth stories is literally anyone could hear them. Right. So I mean, is it weird that the Notovich had the same story as these Ladakh people? Yeah, I think it's a yeah. little
1: strange. But I mean doesn't, of, yeah, it doesn't mean there's any like anything to it.
0: No, no. But it is strange. It is strange. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, I think it's worth noting that the Mormons believe that Jesus Christ came over to or that he appeared in he was in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, do you know that? I've heard something. Yeah, the, about that. I,
0: I I didn't look into it mainly because I wanted to focus <laughs> on the East. But yeah, the Mormons believe in some uh, some appearance of Jesus mm-hmm. in the New World.
1: So, well, I mean, I wish I had a little more like. It's hard to grasp what the Mormons believe sometimes. Would I love to know that Jesus... I guess it's... I mean, depending where you stand, it's hard to grasp any religion and their stories, but I would love to believe Jesus was in Pennsylvania. You know?
0: Yeah, I would too. Like, that'd be dope. I mean, yeah, I'm... I mean, like, the... I mean, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but, like, the... The narrative that I don't even know, I don't even know if most people believe this anymore, but mm-hmm. the narrative that Christopher Columbus was the first person to discover the Americas or like make landfall here is just absolutely absurd. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Vikings probably were here before uh, there's there's yeah. even evidence to suggest that the Chinese had con had been to uh, had been to California mm mm-hmm. uh, Like, way back when. Because, I mean, the Chinese Empire is vastly more sophisticated than any of the European empires were way before they were. Yeah. So, um, and then we were just the other, we did an episode the other week about um, lost explorers. Yeah. They're those Portuguese guys yeah. that just stumbled upon land and then they were never seen from again. Yep. So... I mean, who knows? Yeah. There was, like, that carving in stone that's read in Portuguese, like, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember the guy's name, but, like, he was here, and then they had a date of, like, 1519 or something like that. Yeah. So. You really don't know. History is just so vast. It's crazy.
1: And I was just talking with one of my friends about, (laughs) like, me and then two, her and then another one of my friends are, like, the only people who can like who we can talk to about like just like this type of stuff like because,
0: fringe ideas yeah, yeah or
1: like outer space and all yeah. the like people are like that's just like uh-uh like i don't want to think about it <laughs> and we're just like when we want to not do anything else we're supposed to do we just yeah. get together and talk about that I know. you know so it's yeah recommend having people you can talk about that with oh, cuz yeah, it's sure. very interesting there's so much we don't know
0: well me and my girlfriend went to we were shopping for some other stuff, but we stopped by Books a Million. Oh yeah, bam, bam, yeah, <laughs> bam. Um, the amount of knowledge in a Books a Million, I know, is ridiculous. Like the history section, like there's no way anyone can read that many that much information. No, nope.
1: like there's you just can't. It's it's insane. It we honestly really should should be historians. Like, that's what we should, we should just quit everything else we're doing. If I could make
0: good money being a historian, I probably would.
1: You, we could be like those people on, like, Ancient Aliens. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. I, I mean, hey, you never know.
1: Like that one dude with the crazy hair? Yeah. Um, who's never, literally looked the same since I was six. He has. He ever, my first episode I ever watched, he's looked, he's he looked looks the exactly. same
0: since. Um, I said
1: they have to have recorded all these episodes in the same, like, year, because the man looks the same.
0: I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're doing new seasons of that. I don't know. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Ancient about Aliens that. in so long. Oh
1: my gosh. That's like what
0: really got me into some of this yeah. crazy stuff with I, Ancient Aliens.
1: I mean, I remember coming home from school or wherever and yeah. you just being there watching Ancient Aliens. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Uh,
0: Monster Quest as well. I don't know if you remember Monster Quest. Oh
1: my god. Excuse me. That
0: was a really good one. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. I know. Monster Quest was... Yeah, that was, that was good. Um, well, I mean, I'm all for, I'm all for Jesus being in the East. Me too. Uh, I think that, closing thoughts, I think that like the East, India, China, Mesopotamia, like those were the cradles of the first modern civilization. Yep. Um, uh, and yeah, I don't I don't see why if Jesus was the son of God, which I do believe he was, um that he would not or that he would avoid going to other places. Like why I would think, he stay
1: in one place? Exactly. I think he would it would make him all the more likely. Yeah. to go to where literally like years of history were before him. Oh, totally. You know. Yeah. And to, I guess Yes, he probably instinctively knows all of that history because you know he's the son of God, but he also is man, so he would not just be superior and be like, I'm not gonna go. Like, he would want to know, yeah, is my thought. But he would want to learn through
0: being through a human being, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense why he would stay in one place, no, it doesn't, and just I mean. I guess there'd be another argument to where he would just want to, like, live a normal life, like... True. His dad was a carpenter, like, maybe he just, like, worked. Right. But... But if they... But if the parents knew he was a son of God, wouldn't mm-hmm. you think they would, like... Yeah. Want to go some That's also what they don't talk about in the Bible. What? At least not extensively, I don't think, is Mary... They don't... They never talk about Mary and Joseph, like, being his parents... Like, Mary was, <laughs> sorry, I'm going off on rant on the Bible again. <laughs> Mary was, uh, like, what's the term? I can't remember the term, but she was, like, miraculously impregnated. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't talk about Mary's perspective on, like, her child is, like, I mean, I know she was there during the crucifixion and all yeah. that, but, like, they never, you never get her perspective. It's only through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John.
1: Yes, and I also think that's very interesting because a mother's perspective...
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. ...is
1: so important, like, in every form. Yep. So, I actually just watched a a church service earlier today, and it was talking about, like, how important the mother, like, role and figure is in, like, raising a child. Oh, yeah. And how, you know, when those... Also another tangent, but whenever you know that side isn't present, like when those that guy or girl like grows up and is in a relationship of their own, yeah, it was like relationship based. But how that mother role is so important because, like, if you don't have that certain thing growing up, you're gonna you know carry that into a relationship. Yeah, like for the poor, you know. So yeah, very interesting. But it's best
0: to have the balance. It is obviously people have grown up single parent and yeah, great human beings absolutely all that, but. Having that balance, I think, is... It definitely helps. ...very substantial, yep. Yep. But, yeah, there's no talk about Mary, and they never talk about the parents. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like, bam. There's just a lot left out of the Bible. (laughs) And I get that's all we have to work with is that, is the Bible, but, like, there's a lot left out. Yep. There really is that just... I don't know. Just doesn't... Doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense because it was... Written by man, right? So obviously, it's flawed. Yeah, to some sense, but
1: more love the story. Yeah, it's flawed. It's flawed. We're flawed. Everyone, <laughs>
0: everyone is messing up consistently. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, good stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Um, I loved it. Y'all can find us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. You can email me. Email the show at worldweliveinpodcast at gmail dot com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts at, yeah, World We Live In Podcast. Um, rate and review. Um, if you don't like us, go find someone else. Um, but if you do like us, don't us, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you do like us, give us a five-star. We love that. Um, and, yeah, let us know what you think. Let and us know if there's anything cool
1: you want us to talk about.
0: Yeah, that too. That too. I mean, but we have tons of topics. But yeah. if you all want to hear something else, I mean, we're all up for it.
1: Do we know where we're heading next week? Yeah, I found this
0: story uh, about a time traveler. Here we um, go. Um, where is that? I think I have it up right here. i give you a little... A little teaser. Give you a little teaser. Um, yeah, this man supposedly wow. traveled to the year 8,973 where humans and machines have become hybrids. You know, I already am a hybrid of a human <laughs> and machine, so... Yeah, I mean, hey, some people are. I don't...
1: Way ahead of the times, I guess, but...
0: Yeah, so this guy supposedly worked for the British Intelligence Agency, where he traveled to that year that I previously mentioned, and uh, he encountered these beings that were like uh, uh, a symbiotic relationship of technology and
1: humans, so... Wish I could say that was really far off, but honestly... Honestly, I think it's closer than we like to think. And I think it's closer than that year. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I would agree.
0: (laughs) Than 8,000-something. But I think these people, like, they were made.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's not like they had an implant. Like, it was all uh, a meshing of technology. Okay. Yeah. Well. So, that's creepy. That's that's where we're picking up next time. Yeah, that's where we're at. Um. So, yeah. Uh, feel free to get in contact with us if you want. In contact with us if you want. <laughs> and um, other than that, we'll see you guys next time.